Howdy. Thanks for coming along. This is the Evening Chores Podcast, presented by Adobe Owl Ranch. We're located in the high desert of southeastern Arizona, and the goal of this podcast is to provide some insight and information regarding raising livestock and potentially gardening in the high desert environment we have here, the arid desert type environment, which doesn't get quite as dreadfully hot as, oh, say, Phoenix or the surface of the sun. I hope you enjoy it. Please listen in, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you. All right, howdy everybody and good morning. Another morning version. Maybe I had a release season in the morning, I don't know. Anyway, this is, uh, I'm recording this on Saturday morning because I am heading into my monthly, where the, let's see what's the name of it, Borderlands, can't remember what the other part of it is, Borderlands something or other, it's where they take the food that is somewhat expired and they sort out the good stuff and they put all the, the junk basically, so things that are not considered fit for human consumption, at least here, although a lot of it's really good stuff, out and I bring it home and I'll be honest, we eat a little bit of it and then... I'm not talking about, like, moldy tomatoes. I'm just saying there's stuff in there that's quite, quite good. And, but, it's like, you know, if you had an apple tree, most of the apples that come off of your apple tree would not be considered supermarket value, but they were still good. You know, they have a slight blemish of some kind. So anyway, I get a lot of that kind of stuff. And for the most part, it goes to the, to the hogs. And then... I've said this before, so it's not like this is a mystery to anybody, but a lot of it goes to the hogs, the majority, and then some of it, you know, once in a while there'll be a whole, you know, like boxes of tomatoes or peppers or cucumbers or something that are also still good, and we'll, we'll eat on some of those. So, in fact, I've still got some that I need to put them in, and then if it doesn't get eaten, then we just take it out to the hogs anyways. For the most part, it's all going the same place. So I understand there's a lot of tomatoes this time, so I'm going to go in and get some tomatoes. And then i got to head to the grocery store after that as well. Because I'm out of milk. I don't have a milk cow. And since I don't drink milk anyway, my kids drink milk, so... I don't know. I don't think my wife even really drinks milk, so... I'm going to pick up some milk for the kids and some bread, because I also don't... I'm not somebody that makes bread, like, kind of ever. I know the general theory behind it, I've made it, but I don't make bread. It's just not something that tends to happen in the house. We both have full-time jobs, so I'm not saying it's impossible, but I choose to, I think we both choose to spend our time at home on other pursuits than bacon. And I'm bacon, like bacon, with, a, with an eye. Some people say baking, with a G on the end, but, you know, most of us Midwesterners, we're not too big on that, that, that G on the end of words. So, you'll often hear things that end with an apostrophe, I guess, in Midwestern. Anyhow, so I'm headed in to get these, these tomatoes and some, a couple of grocery items. Got a few things to get. And, 
therefore making a trip I often try not to make. Being going into town on the weekend if I can help it, but you know, it happens quite often as well. I also have good news to report. One of my buddies did actually end up getting a deer, so I'm going to see if he's processing that up later on. And if he's planning on grinding any, I'll take him over a nice bag of pork fat so he can make better sausage. And we'll see. I'll have to hit him up. I don't think he listens to the podcast, so I can probably talk about him here without anybody knowing. I'm kidding. I don't. Trying to talk about people that I know. Unless uh, I've got their permission first. But he did get a nice deer, so. I figure that's gonna be. He didn't get drawn for elk this year, so. Neither, no, I didn't put in for it. I'm going to. In fact, the elk draw is open right now. So a few of us are gonna put in for it and hope that we get it. Probably won't. But at least we'll say we tried. Worth something, I guess. So that's kind of what happens today. I'm going to go in and we're still cleaning out freezers and stuff, trying to get everything arranged correctly and get some of the old stuff out and cooked. Or, you know, sometimes you get things with freezer burn and that, that just goes. But just part of the life, you know. I did cook up some of the bacon that I cured uh, a few weeks ago. So it's what I guess you'd call, I don't know if it's fresh bacon, it's it's unsmoked cured bacon. And the next bacon I make, I'm going to smoke it. But I actually really liked this. I think it depends on what spices you put in. I really like smoked foods, but sometimes it's uh, that's all you get from bacon. And this was a really nice, you know, still had a really good pork flavor. I did use a few different, few herbs in the, I might have just been pepper actually, now I think about it. I can't remember, but it was really good bacon. I, I liked it. Crisp and chewy at the same time. So. Learning to cut bacon, that's a skill that I've still not quite mastered, but freeze it up a little bit and have a good sharp knife. I got it close. I just had a few chunks that were noticeably thicker or thinner than others. I don't have a meat slicer. So if you had a meat slicer, it'd be easy. Stack it on there and go to town. But, eh, maybe later on. If I'm going to buy a meat slicer, I'm going to get a good one. I'm not sure that I'm willing to put that much money into it right now. Oh, boy. So... Oh, bummer. Somebody's getting pulled over. <clears throat> Better than me. It's kind of a speed trap here, anyhow. One of those downhill speed limit changes. And a lot of times there, where I'm driving right now, there tends to be a good chunk of... Sometimes where we have a few high-speed chases start, which seems strange because I live in a real rural area, but people transporting either things that they know the cops will find and are illegal, or uh, people that are illegally transporting people. So we're real close to the border here, and 
there are coyotes and some, I guess, mules is the term, you know, somebody that carries, carries drugs. That's really sad. A lot of times it's kids, you know, and it's, a, it's the cartels mostly that are the problem, but it's a, lot, a lot of times it's young, young people that are doing the driving, and, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate that anybody gets pulled into that, but it happens here, so. Seems like it's been worse over like the last six months than it's been in previous years that I worked here or that I lived here. So anyway, that's that's a depressing place to end. So I'm not going to end there. I'm going to come up with something good to say, and then we'll be able to maybe kind of hit an end or, uh, later on. I have so I'm pulling my trailer, which I don't know if I've really talked that much about on this since I redid it. But I bought a trailer from a guy, it's been several years ago, and it was a nice enough trailer, you know, it had, I think I, I think the boards on it were even pretty rough then, the floorboards, but, you know, it worked really well for me, and then over time, the boards just got worse and worse, and eventually I got to where it was unsafe, I thought, you know, it still, you just, you got to where it was getting kind of spongy, you know, the floorboards. So I got to looking at it. I was going to put steel on it, but the price of steel over the last couple of years has just been sky high. I don't know if it's something to do with COVID or what. But. So I decided I wasn't going to double the, the cost of my trailer by putting a steel floor on it yet. So went and got some, uh, some pressure-treated lumber from Lowe's, I think it's 2x8s, 2x6s or 2x8s, I can't remember, and got those out there, and then when I had the boards off, I thought, well, I might as well, you know, kind of knock the rust off of it a little bit and paint it, so I did that, I got it all, you know, kind of sanded down, I didn't, I mean, it's not like it was any body work, it's just mostly angle iron, but I got it all taken apart, and sanded down a good bit, and got some of the dents knocked out of the fenders, and bent back where it ought to be, and then I painted it up, and actually I painted it, I think I have said this before on the podcast, but oh well, I'll do it again, painted it Minneapolis green, and so Minneapolis Pauline tractors were, I don't know if they, I don't think they're still made, I think it's owned by somebody else, like Deutsch Alice or something, something like that. I can't remember who owns them now, but or the name. But Minneapolis used to be green tractors with white white rims, so white wheels. So John Deere was different green with yellow wheels, and the Minneapolis had the white wheels. And I like the Minneapolis green. It was always a color that I I liked. I think it's a little bit. I don't know if it's lighter. It's different than John Deere green. So I went and got that paint and kind of taught myself to paint while I was working on this. And I'm still not very good at it, but it's a, it's a work in progress. So it, I did get everything painted up. And previous to that, when I bought the trailer, it didn't have brakes. So I put brakes on one axle. I could send off and get brakes for the other axle. It's just more fun to pull if you've got good brakes. 
and I need a brake controller in this truck. It doesn't do very good. But, so we've got, it's a way better trailer now. I put some new tie downs on it. So it's got D rings that are bolted to the angle around the outside. You know, the outside edges all have, you know, right down by the bed, there's D rings. I think it's four on either side, maybe. Something to that effect. Those actually work real good. You know, it's nice to be able to stick a something on a trailer and have somewhere you can immediately hook to right down by the floor. So, like, I'm pretty sure you could successfully tie down one 2x4 down the middle of the trailer because the D-rings are that low that you could actually get some pull. Which, if you're not a trailer puller, that might, you know, that might not make sense, but if you think about it geometrically, it does. And so, got that. It's got new tires on it, which I really like. And new got a spare, which before I didn't have a spare, so I'd have to, you know, if I had a flat, I had to take the trailer tire off and go in and get it fixed before I could go anywhere, so got a good spare, which I need to rotate onto it and get a cover, so it just sits out inside of the trailer. In fact, I think I may get another spare, because sometimes you blow one and it blows out the next one, so I toss another spare on it. Or I might just put my strap box on the other side. But that's one thing I'll say if you're a, if you're considering farming of any kind, whether it's you know vegetables or animals, kind of. If you're doing much of anything outside, a trailer is a worthwhile investment. Because I don't even have a truck that runs right now. I pick up, I say truck, but this isn't a truck. It's, I drive an excursion. Just like an F-250 with, with a, like if an F-250 was a wagon, right? Kind of like a Suburban, except it's Ford. So, and it's on a, a three-quarter ton chassis, diesel engine, and, you know, a transmission made to pull with. So it actually does real well. And a trailer is kind of handy to have because you can, for one thing, you can, it's not hard to lift stuff into it. You can put things over the side. Of course, that's a utility trailer. It would be nice if it was a, a flat top. Next time I'm going to get a flat top trailer, like a, like a car hauling trailer. But this one, it works real good for hauling all kinds of stuff. And it uh, does, does a good job. And if you take care of them, you know, they're pretty pretty low maintenance. You know, I went and did all that work to this one because I had the time, but I could have easily just put new boards on it. I mean, it wouldn't have been as pretty, but the, the paint wasn't terrible. It was just starting to get worn off in some spots. But as it is here, I I took it down into the, to the bare bones and got my... I primed it and painted it, so it should be good for a long time. All right, I'm pulling in to get these veggies. I, I appreciate you listening, and I'll catch up with y'all later on. Bye-bye.
I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I appreciate you listening all the way through like this. And if you would, please share it out. You know, you can go right to the website. You can get the URL there if you're into the RSS sort of a thing. Or you can go to iTunes or Spotify, oh, Amazon Podcast. There's all, it's all kinds of places. Oh, look at that. I just got, caught a pig sleeping in the feeder. They're crazy animals. It's, it's a sleepy world here. Anyway, please go to those places, rate, subscribe, share. That helps the, the reach of the podcast. And, you know, it's nice to, on my end, I'll be honest, it's a little bit selfish for me, but it's, it's nice to know that I'm not just speaking into the abyss. Somebody's actually listening. So if you want to send a comment, actually, if you want to send a comment that's more individualized, you can send it to eveningchores at gmail.com, and I'll get it that way. I appreciate you listening. Thanks, and good night.